0: Welcome, hey to guys. Love seat.
1: Cinema Club.
0: Club. This is our second episode. Um, we are doing probably the best movie of our of our time. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, I know it's a big claim, but it really has every like beat. It is just fantastic um and i know that's broad and everyone <laughs> hates me already but
1: any guesses to what this movie is
0: put in the comments and we'll check back with you tomorrow
1: <laughs> so we decided that we are going to do some of our favorite films and so chad picked this one you love this film
0: Kind of an understatement. Um,
1: How many times have you seen it?
0: Don't, I don't even want to guess. Um, I'm not even gonna Take say. Take a
1: guess. I'll guess. Go ahead. At least 20.
0: I'd probably give you that. I'd probably give you at least 20. I, every time I see it, I just, I've been watching it with the subtitles recently and I've gotten so much more. <laughs> Out of it, and is every every line really is hysterical. Um,
1: well, we've kept you in suspense long enough, so Chad, you want to introduce the movie?
0: Well, it is The Big Lebowski, and I can hear everyone clicking away right now.
1: <laughs> Shutting us off, because we're, we're doing... I feel like, no, this movie has pretty good following it's
0: the cohen brothers yeah they have a festival every year for this movie i believe in probably la but maybe texas Um, it's
1: like a cult classic wouldn't you agree
0: there's so many layers to this movie it's a cult classic there's a religion named after it the the no way you didn't know that no there really is dropping some
1: knowledge on me Early yeah. on,
0: there's a religion, the, I believe it's Dudism, or the, the I, don't, <clears throat> I don't know, but he very much resembles. He even says in the movie to Sam Elliott's character, Is that is that an Eastern thing? So, you know, he's like, he does Tai Chi in the movie. Hmm. He is the dude for his time and place. To...
1: The reno mm-hmm. First of all, what year did this come out? Mm, 96,
0: 97. Um, 98, wow, I was a little off, but 98, right before The Matrix, who knows when it was shot, I mean, it probably didn't take that long to edit.
1: It's a 90s movie, and would you say that the 90s are pretty well represented?
0: I mean, it takes place in 1990 with the Saddam conflict they talk about in the Mm -hmm. movie, so. Good. Yeah, it's definitely 90s, that's probably why I like it so much, because I was born in '90. This is set in 90. It's definitely
1: like a really great snapshot and picture of LA in the 90s. You want to talk about the cast?
0: Cast is great. You got the top three there.
1: So we got Jeff Bridges. He's the Jeff main Lebowski, character.
0: Jeff the Duder, the. You know,
1: he's, um, he's. Yep. He's the Blabowski guy. The dude, Duderino, goes by many names.
0: I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing.
1: Then you got a good sidekick to him.
0: Mm, the best sidekick. Walter Sobchak. A.K.A. <laughs> John Goodman. Security, yeah. John Johnny Boy, John Goodman. He's, I've seen an interview with him, he's like, you don't get characters like Walter Sobchak every day. So he just like took it over the top and it's so awesome.
1: Walter is definitely like
0: Vietnam. (laughs) He's, he's
1: just like the almost comic relief, but he's like the other extreme where Jeff Lebowski is like the chill one. He's just laid back, always got like a pretty positive attitude Walter's the opposite.
0: Walter just cares about being right. (laughs) Yeah. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, Walter, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole.
1: And then to round out the trio of friends in this film, (laughs) you got... Donnie. You got character actor, beloved actor, especially by, like, Tarantino and his films, Steve Buscemi. That's
0: a better ass, Walter. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Mm Mm-hmm. And
1: he just really rounds out. What the trio. was he in
0: in that this time in his career? Because he already done Reservoir Dogs.
1: Well, Fargo had already come out.
0: That's true. Yeah. So Cohen Brothers' favorite. Yeah, Steve Buscemi.
1: He kind of bounced between Tarantino and the Cohen Brothers in the '90s, and then yeah, and then you got a couple other John horrific... Turturro
0: plays <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Quintana. One of the most crazy, just he has like two scenes, maybe three, but but
1: those scenes are so yeah. brilliant. Like his acting, his commitment to that so character really is just so fun to watch. And then you got other, I mean, this is a star studded cast if you really look at it. You uh, got Julia, Julianne Moore,
0: she's amazing, it.
1: she's fantastic. You she got Philip Seymour Hoffman,
0: both of them play high class people. <laughs> Yeah. this super high class. Um, Probably
1: the, the funniest the casting is that you just, like, it It wouldn't hold up today because she's not really around anymore, is Tara Reed.
0: Yeah. That was her prime, like, right before American Pie. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what she was doing around this time. But, yeah, she's perfect in it because they don't give her... Too many lines. She's there for aesthetic, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but she kind of, so yeah, Yeah,
1: she kind of, you know, adds just this other dimension. And then you got other character actors like Mark Pellegrino.
0: Who? Who?
1: One of the, the henchmen, like, that comes to kill. Oh, the,
0: he's like, your Jeff. name's Lebowski, Lebowski, that guy.
1: Yeah. And you got a cameo from none other than Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: Good old Flea.
1: So you got some interesting... Play.
0: Does a great German accent, a great yeah. writhing on the floor in pain from taking a bowling ball out of the chest.
1: You also get an appearance from David Thewlis, who many know <laughs> from great British uh, films, as well as Harry Potter. He was Professor Lupin, one of my favorite characters in that yeah, he series. he does great
0: in this. He plays... Um... Knox, the videographer i think Mm -hmm. um and he's just laughing at lebowski the whole time in his scene (laughs) because he just finds him hysterical and why wouldn't you if you're sophisticated and get the dude's humor
1: Um, and then to top it all off the narrator of all narrators the best sam elliott
0: the deepest voice
1: He's I ain't just got. Seen
0: no queen in her damn dundies, as the fella <laughs> likes to say.
1: He's just got one of those great Starts
0: the movie voices. as a narrator. Fuck, comes into the movie in the middle, talks to the dude for a second, and then um, says sorry about Donnie at the very end of the movie and just rounds it out. Starts the movie, ends the movie, and. It's middle fantastic. Of the movie. Yeah, he's great.
1: Sets the pace, really. So. You want to talk favorite parts?
0: The whole movie is my favorite part.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, this is legitimately like Chad's favorite movie. My favorite part in this film is when Jeff Lebowski, the dude, meets Maud, Julianne Moore's character. It's just it's such a left turn. It's just yeah. so, like, you don't expect that Compared scene. to the rest of the movie. It all ties back in the end, but... Her character's great and so different from the rest of the tone of the movie so I would say that's my favorite part and then of course the wonderful drug-induced scene of Jeff Lebowski going into kind of a stupor after he meets
0: Kenny Rogers, Kenny does, the, Rogers. does the song from the 60s late early Kenny Rogers but the best Kenny Rogers song ever yeah. probably mm-hmm. now he's in a porno and he's smiling at the beginning when he meets saddam in that dream state yeah he's because, because the shoe rack the bowling shoe rack goes up to like the moon and he's got just the hugest smile and his eyes are really wide and he's just happy to be in a he's just having a good porno. Old time
1: he's just like man this is a great trip i'm loving it because it's all about
0: Mm-hmm. his favorite
1: thing. So I know
0: flying under women's legs and uh, yeah. getting a strike and then the
1: It's just a great artistic scene like The, the Nihilists. The Cohen brothers just really know how to put together a sequence well that is like
0: very the whole tight. movie is put together. The whole movie is tight too. The yeah. pace is there. It's a 2-hour movie goes by like an hour, like a movie that's an hour and 20. Mm-hmm. You don't even feel it. I
1: would say it's very easy watching. So those are my favorite scenes, right? The Meeting mod and then the psychedelic trip.
0: It's easy watching, but there's a lot to overlook. Like, if you're not, if you don't get it, like, the whole movie's lost on you almost. You're like, this movie's stupid. Like, what is it? I look at it and see a fun mashup of a stoner and a detective noir movie, Mm -hmm. which is hysterical in its own right.
1: It's definitely got those undertones, which I like. Mm Mm-hmm. I just love that the whole movie is centered around three friends who are on a bowling league and just the shit that they talk about and the shit that they get into. And so the movie is really pinpointed on this one character, Jeff Lebowski, Jeff Bridges' character. And uh, he just has kind of some dumb, weird luck. Just the shit that keeps happening to him piles on and the the plot thickens and you're not really sure what's going on and then it all culminates. So
0: At the end, yeah. It's a, it's a wild ride.
1: If you put yourself ride.
0: in the dude's shoes. The dude just wants his rug back.
1: That's right.
0: Someone miterated on on the rug. Woo.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the,
0: Chinaman, One which is not the price. Jackie Treehorn's correct. Mm-hmm. So that's the start of the movie, right? He's in. You got Sam Elliott narrating, and in, the dude's in a Ralph's, which is like a cash and carry. Um, and he's smelling the half and half, and paying, paying by check for just half and half for his white Russians. And then he goes home. It's night. And Jackie Treehorn's men are waiting for him um, because they think he's the Big Lebowski, which is um, Tara Reid's character's husband in the movie.
1: Played by David Huddleston, who is
0: who knows yeah i don't i've never seen that character he
1: was in blazing saddles he was he was
0: in blazing saddles as who
1: Olson johnson i mean let me see let me see he's he's an older actor right he was born in the 30s
0: okay so this guy was in blazing saddles he was in the scene um in the courtroom he played (laughs) he was like let me I didn't get a rabble out of that guy. Well, no, that that's another character, but he plays, like, the mayor, or, or like, the judge. Of... He's a
1: good character actor. Like, he just plays this crotchety old man really well, and, um, the whole movie is centered around, there's two Lebowskis, right? So you got Jeff Lebowski, the, the dude Duderino, and you got the big Lebowski, who's played by David Huddleston,
0: who's the, the quote-unquote millionaire, um, Bunny's Tara Reed's husband,
1: and it's all about this wild ride that the dude is on. The dude just, you know, well, he's he, just trying to... He just to... wanted
0: his half and half. And then yeah. these people are in... These two guys, these... Um, Accost him these in his own home. Bouncers? What are you calling? Enforcers, yeah. basically. Henchmen. Yeah.
1: They just kind of accost him in his own home, and he's like, hey, man. They give him a
0: swirly, and they break a door jam with the bowling ball that he's yeah. carrying. The half and half explodes on the toilet.
1: This poor guy, right? He's just trying to, like, live his life in his crappy L.A. apartment, you know, drinking his white rations, smoking his J's. He's just living life. And then all of a sudden, he gets into this crazy scheme that we have no idea what's going on, but people are attacking him, they're pissing on his rug, and he's, he starts down this crazy rabbit hole.
0: And that's where the, the line you get, you see what happens, Lebowski, and then that, there's a whole bunch of lines that are repeated in the movie, like callbacks, so you see what happens, that, that's a line. Um, yeah,
1: I would say like this woo, movie yeah. has some of the most iconic dialogue. Like It's such a quotable movie.
0: I think at one time it held the most F words um, in a movie. Uh, most dudes and most F words. <laughs> um, yeah. In a well film. Some,
1: there's just some great lines like, you know, Jeff Bridges says, that's just like your opinion, man.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And he's like, well, that's your, that's your perception. And yeah, it's all, this is all like straight up. Daoism, like every word he says is almost every phrase is almost just pure Daoism. Um, then he got
1: shut the fuck up, Donny. Like it's just a quotable. Walter.
0: That's all. He quotable,
1: says quotable movie. Just, like yeah. every character has Donny.
0: You're out of your element. When yep. you listen to the dude's story, Donny. Well, then you have no frame of reference. You're like a child who wanders into the middle of a movie wondering. <laughs> and he just, yeah.
1: I remember just seeing an interview where Steve
0: Buscemi like. He read the script, and he's like, I don't know how I'm about to tell the Cullen brothers. I don't really want the part. But then after, the Cohen brothers, like, said, you know, he ties that relationship together. Like, he's the straight man, mm-hmm. um, because you have Mr. He's- Aggression, Walter, yep. the Vietnam vet, and you've got the, the dude abiding to everything. The
1: just, dude just trying to get yeah. by.
0: And Walter says, man, a few times. Like, no, calm mm-hmm. down, man. You're being very undoed. Like, it's <laughs> very like, calmer than you are. <laughs> he says so many funny things.
1: Yeah. So, it all, I'm perfectly calm. The story really kicks off with the dude getting accosted in his own home and somebody pisses on his rug. And classic mm-hmm. line comes out of that. The one that everybody knows, say it with me, people. It really tied the room together, man.
0: Yeah, man, it really tied the room together. Oh, yeah, the rug really did tie the room together.
1: So he gets his rug pissed on, then he's like, you know what? He goes bowling, he tells his friends about it. Walter's like, no, dude, like, the big Lebowski, he owes you something. If you're pissed about your rug...
0: They peed on your fucking rug.
1: Then you need to go do something about it. Who
0: peed on your rug, dude?
1: That would be Donnie, Donnie saying that. Donnie,
0: please.
1: Chad's going to the movie. <laughs> so he goes to the Big Lebowski looking for some kind of reparation. He's like, look, <laughs> I don't know who you are or what these guys want with you. I just want some kind of payment for my rug.
0: But they were looking for for you, man. They're looking for, I, I'm not Lebowski. You're Lebowski. Right. So he's trying to get something for free in the Big Lebowski's eyes. And he's a hard-working millionaire or whatever. So he's like, I'm not giving you jack. You can you uh, you can,
1: you can fuck right off because you're a bum. So
0: mm-hmm. The bum's lost.
1: And then the next thing you know, I just love the cut to yeah. Jeff leaving and Philip Seymour Hoffman, who plays the Big Lebowski's assistant, essentially, like kind of pussy-whipped assistant. He's carrying the rug over his shoulder because the dude was like.
0: No, he, they close the door, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, How'd the meeting go, dude? He's like, Great. <laughs> God told me to take Taking any a rug, a rug in I the I house. Want. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the cut. And then they're walking out <laughs> with the rug, and that's where he meets Bunny, who's painting her toes.
1: That's Tara Reed's character. Mm-hmm.
0: One of the Nihilists is in the pool, drank himself, drank a whole bottle of Jack, and passed out in the pool.
1: So she's like the trophy wife to the big Lebowski, who is a cripple. He's in a wheelchair. Old man. Clearly, she's a gold digger trying to get money from him painting mm-hmm. that whole scene. Honestly, like this is the nineties, right? So it I don't know if that storyline would hold up today.
0: It's set in ninety, so a lot of liberties.
1: Yep. And then uh the dude goes back home, right? Like, he's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's all Me- set and done. His, I got my rug. his
0: landlord.
1: He's like, I got my rug. I'm all set. Well, that's not the end, folks. His landlord comes over, and then the story progresses, <laughs> right? He thinks landlord, he's done. super chill. He thinks he's done with the Big Lebowski, because he yeah. got his rug, everything's fine. Yeah. Not his problem
0: anymore. And then... He gets a phone call uh, from Brant, who is Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. Yeah, just uh, hey, just let me know when you're in, and we'll send a limo for you. There's something, something's up. We got, we need you. So they call him back. It's like you, you have the rug. We don't care. Turn of events come about, and <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just so funny. Um, Brant's like. He he's in the he's in the lounge or whatever mm-hmm. and with a fire. He's just looking at a fire and the
1: big Lebowski is in yeah. the lounge, yeah. looking at the fire.
0: Uh, and Brant brings in uh, the dude, and he's sulking. The big Lebowski's sulking, and uh, we find out that Bunny has been kidnapped. There is a message on a. Faxed piece of paper like the Riddler's message, like cut out <laughs> yeah. uh, magazine clipping says, "Bring, uh, collect a hundred million dollars and give us a call. We'll send you. Uh, we'll send you and, and uh, whatever." So Big Lebowski wants the dude to be courier, and he's like, "Why me, man? Well, and he believes the culprits might be the very people who soiled your rug." And you're in a unique position to confirm or disconfirm that suspicion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So basically, now... And he does a...
0: He does the best line. He's like... He's telling... Big, Big Lebowski is, like, sulking. Just kind of... What's the word? Just, just like he's morose. Just talking. He's sad. Yeah, he's just sadly he's looking talking at the
1: fire. At longing. the fire,
0: but the dude's in the room, and the dude's like, what if I do a J, And that's all <laughs> is said about it. He just starts smoking pot in this guy's mansion.
1: The dude just—he's like, "What are you on about? Like, why are you so sad?" Then he realized, "Oh, yeah, he okay. gets handed
0: the 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 ransom note.
1: They took the trophy wife. They took Bunny. Yeah,
0: like Brant. I'll we'll fill you in on the details. I don't not don't need to talk to you.
1: So." Jeff is kind of like and he's
0: like hmm as he's blowing smoke out of his yeah nose. and so
1: they offer him a deal they're like look yeah. if you help us we'll pay you yeah
0: if you get the wife back 20 grand man
1: and so <laughs> Jeff's like hey the dude's like I'll take that
0: well smash cut to the bowling alley and we meet John Turturro's character and there's a great Spanish rendition by the Gypsy Kings. I mean of, the music uh, Hotel in this California. California.
1: This music in this film in general. Welcome to the Hotel California.
0: It's like Spanish version. Right. But and the music
1: in the film in general is so good. Like top the soundtrack. Notch. Bob Dylan. The Cohen brothers really did a great job of putting that together.
0: Kenny Rogers. And we meet Jesus. Um, John Turturro's character. He's bowling. He bowls a strike. He's very weird. He's looking He's tonguing the ball.
1: I would say that, like, the bowling alley serves as, like, home base, right? Like,
0: anytime
1: anytime they need to talk about Well, they go something. to practice
0: probably every day because they're in a tournament. Yeah. A bowling league tournament.
1: Yeah, so it's, like, home base. They talk about the shit that's going on. This is where you see Donnie a lot of the time. You see these tertiary characters like Smokey and this Jesus guy. And we kind of get this montage of why... Uh, Jesus is who he is, and with uh, Walter narrating, and they're basically like, he's a creep.
0: Yeah, he's a registered pedophile. Yeah. That's, yeah, so those are his two, uh, John Turturro's two scenes, there's like a third one towards the end where he's yelling about uh, to Walter about, what is this day of rest shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm, it's Arab Shabbos.
1: So he... You know, he's just kind of like a little side character, but it's a great mm-hmm. performance by John Totoro. This is
0: where it's revealed that they might... They're, they're having suspicions. Like, they're both... Walter says it first, but then the dude kind of concurs and says, yeah, she probably kidnapped herself. And that is the... that That's, like, the end of the movie right there. Like, if they stop there, I mean, that is the end of the movie because she did kidnap herself um, or hung out with the Nihilists. It's not really said, but... Mm-hmm. In the movie, it said that she went to hang out with A friend. p- friends in Palm Springs yeah. and just up and left and tell anybody. Yeah. I'm the walrus. <laughs> that that's the scene with um, that comes right with Quintana. He's like, it's like what Lennon said, <laughs> and they. <laughs> Donny thinks it's it's the Beatles, John but, Lennon, yeah, but so, Walter is talking about uh, V. I. Lennon. <laughs>
1: Walter is like, you know, he's a Vietnam vet. He's obviously got some PTSD. He's not fully up there upstairs. He's got some conspiracy theories, so he's like, no. But he's right. I mean, he's am I like, wrong? no, dude. No, he's not wrong. He's like, no, dude. She kidnapped herself. Like, yeah. They're just. Grand, man. They're just trying to. She's just trying to squeeze more money out of the big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. So he's like, don't fall for this horseshit.
0: Mm-hmm. He's got a beeper now. The, the big boss gave Brant gave him a beeper, so he's waiting for the call. He gave the dude a beeper. Drop yeah. off the money. Well, they gotta go get the money at this point, I think. Um, but Jesus is talking to him, and
1: <laughs> there's supposed to be a drop at some point, like an exchange yeah. of money for Bunny. Yep.
0: Next now, scene. He they go the home. He goes home. home. The dude's laying on the nice rug that he stole. He's um, listening to bowling. <laughs> he's listening to like the '88 bowling league um he's so like in the he's listening to strikes basically to get himself into the mindset like uh subliminally yeah um he wake eyes open maude's there who is the big lebowski's daughter and two Which henchmen we don't know yet yeah one it's of the henchmen julian moore's him.
1: character
0: right to get the rug back because we find out that it's not the big Lebowski's rug is actually Mod's rug, or like a gift from yeah. Mod to her mother. And so mother she's died. pissed,
1: So she and her henchmen pick him up. And yeah,
0: she somehow finds out through. Oh yeah, well she's still talking to her dad, the big Lebowski. Yeah. So which leads us into a cutscene, music, uh, fantasy, mm-hmm. and Mod's flying a on a magic bowling. carpet. She's flying away. The dude can fly. He's following her. Um, they take the rug Yeah. Out. And then he wakes up from this. The beeper's ringing, for who long, Who knows how long it's been on? It's been ringing, and he wakes up to a bare floor on his back. Um, and it's he's kind of.
1: Uh, I just love the fact that he's in like his jelly sandals. And the whole
0: movie, the jelly sandals his, are like, a staple.
1: His plaid, it's just shorts. so 90s. I feel
0: like I've had those shorts before.
1: Yeah.
0: And they are comfortable, because they're just like cloth.
1: He's just like, you know, t-shirt normal, average guy.
0: Mm-hmm. So the beepers ring in, that's the sign to go get the money from Brant and the Big Lebowski. He gets a 10 pound phone as well, because it's mm-hmm. 1990, a mobile phone.
1: Yeah, a mobile phone that you carry on your, in a strap on your shoulder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a purse. Yeah, um, her life is in your hands, dude. The dude at the the Big Lebowski asked me to repeat that. Her life is in your hands, and this is all just a gambit, really, from the Big Lebowski and Brant. Um, we find out later, but so he goes picks up <laughs> Walter for some reason doesn't doesn't know. Walter has a plan of his own for this exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, the
1: dude's like, look, I don't want to get any more trouble. I just want to follow the plan, do what I was paid to do.
0: Yeah, and this and is where things go awry.
1: This is where Walter just completely changes the game and decides to take over this whole operation. Yeah, he's
0: like, he, she kidnapped herself, so he has himself what he calls a ringer. Uh, a bag full of his dirty undies, because <laughs> there's got to be something in there. Um,
1: yeah so it's a decoy right mm-hmm. it's not gonna be the money the whole plan is they're sell gonna go for
0: 20 grand that the dude's gonna give us when you can take the whole million and the million is supposedly in the briefcase at this point that she kidnapped herself so and, they're and they're both like arguing, arguing in for the on the
1: way to the drop
0: yeah because they can't decide if she kidnapped herself like at least the dude's having um second thoughts about if she did kidnap herself he still believes that there's kidnappers which are (laughs) the nihilists (laughs) who believe in nothing um the 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 character in adventureland was also a nihilist uh what's his name star um jason star i think i think his name is he's a tall guy he was in far from he plays the teacher in far from home and spider-man the new spider-man's guy oh yeah i know
1: you're talking about i just can't place weird guy
0: i think his last name star or his stage name Mm -hmm. he's a nihilist that's where i first kind of heard about nihilism Mm because i uh, maybe in religion class a little but i wasn't i didn't fully versed they believe in nothing and walter has a great (laughs) he has a great line in the middle of the movie um Oh, they're not. He said they're Nazis. He's like, no, they're not Nazis, Walter. They're nihilists. They believe in nothing. He's like, oh. Say what you want about the tenets of <laughs> National Socialism. At least it's an ethos.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: at least it's an idea <laughs> instead of
1: nothing. nothing. Yeah.
0: He's so like,
1: they're on the way parts. to the drop, right? And they're supposed to go and, like, give the money, and they're supposed to get the girl. Walter's mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, fuck that. We're just going to throw yeah, the money he's over. He's got a plan. We're just going to throw the decoy over the bridge. That's, That's the Walter's real plan. plan.
0: No, well, the real plan is, that as per the phone call, throw the money off the bridge. Um, and that phone call is pretty funny, too. Was like, <laughs> he's meant to just be the the dude alone. Uh, but he says, yeah, where do you want us to drop off the money? And he's like, we? He's like. I <laughs> he's
1: like uh shit uh me and my driver i can't yeah
0: i'm not driving and i'm only answering the phone all at the same time
1: and the guy's like shut the fuck up just get here with the money
0: yeah <laughs> he's like oh my and that's when walter takes over he's like once a plan gets too complex everything can go wrong it's one thing i learned in Nom. <laughs> And the phone rings again, like they're amateurs. And he just thinks they're amateurs, which they are. They've never done ransom uh, right. before. And Walter recognizes that. Because he's a smart Vietnam vet. Could have been a Green Beret or something. Who knows? Sure. Probably just enlisted, basically. He could have been an officer.
1: So they're supposed to throw the money over the bridge. And that's it. Yeah, and, and that, that ruins to... Walter's
0: plan. He's like, he's like, I'm going to beat it out of him. <laughs> And Walter's plan is simple, and the dude is like, oh, yeah, it's so simple. It's a like Swiss fucking watch.
1: <laughs> and the dude's like, look, man, I don't want to get in any more trouble. I really don't want to yeah. throw right, the man. decoy. I just want to give them the money and be done with this <laughs> no shit. No time
0: to argue. Here's the bridge. And he's like, all right, 15 miles per hour. I'm going to roll out of the car. You take the wheel. I double back Walter's and beat it just out of doing, him. Walter's doing, like,
1: this whole, like... That's, nom
0: yeah, like crazy. That's when the plant. Uzi is revealed. It's it's never shown. It's in like <laughs> packing tape, and then it just starts. Walter falls out. The a gun falls out and starts shooting the car. The dude crashes into a telephone pole. It's um, just
1: chaos, and so yeah. <laughs> then the, the nihilists, nihilists come
0: out on dirt bikes. Kidnappers take take the ringer. <laughs> Um, The dude and Walter are left with The briefcase which supposedly Has a million bones in it Um, And the dude's like We have the money
1: The dude's like I don't want any more trouble I just want to be done with this (laughs) Like take this money but they're already too far gone Yeah and they're both
0: looking at the the Bikers like drive away And Walter says nothing but Fuck it dude Let's go bowling (laughs) And that's why I love this movie, so much. They and, just go
1: back to yeah. bowling. And now they're
0: both just send out. <laughs> Walter's smoking, Walter's while he's bowling. bowling, and nothing is said. But the phone's ringing. <laughs> the phone is obviously ringing because
1: Brant is like, Brant um, is calling the big bass He's calling. Buddy?
0: Yeah, and the dude's just not listening to it. He's, he's like looking at the wall.
1: I am so fucked. Yeah.
0: Waiting, How did I get into for this mess? His role.
1: You could just, like, his face is just like, I am so fucked.
0: And then a great line, Walter walks up and says, It's I am he, dude, as the ex used to say. And that's um, Hebrew for that's the tree of life, which is Mm. a really cool nugget because Walter's a converted (laughs) Jew. (laughs) Yeah. Um, From his previous marriage, which ended five years ago, um, which is in the movie. And he's yeah, still just still observing. Uh, Arab Shabbos—it's mentioned a lot.
1: Yeah, so you know he's just kind of got his own thing going, and the dude's freaking the dude's out. He's like, "Taoist." He's like, "What the fuck am I gonna do? Like, I am yeah, supposed old... to give them the money, yeah. and then Bunny's didn't gonna give die. Them the money. <laughs> Bunny's gonna die, yeah, man. they're gonna
0: kill the poor woman.
1: Yeah,
0: like I told them.
1: So." The dude's freaking out. Walter's like, "Don't worry about it." Like, she kidnapped herself. Walter's
0: got other problems because Donnie walks up and is like, "Hey, they posted the, the uh, the, the the tournament brackets." And this is the only time that Walter kind of asks Donnie a question instead of just shut the fuck up, Donnie. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, when do we play?" Saturday. It's like Saturday.
1: I can't do Saturday because I, I told that, that crowd down
0: at the office.
1: <laughs> like, I observe that day. That's my religious day. Like. I can't play on that day. More things. of
0: Shabbos, and the dude's like, "Fuck it," he just walks out.
1: The dude's like, "I don't even want to be around you guys anymore. I'm gonna continue continue to carry this phone. Keeps ringing because they're trying <laughs> to get a hold of him.
0: Who's sitting on a million fucking dollars?
1: That Walter's trying to calm him down. Like, look, you got money yeah, you in got your got a pocket. Dollars. What don't do worry they got?
0: about it. My dirty undies. My they walk wife. out of the bowling alley. The three and the, of them, which is a great scene, and the, the car car's gone, gone with the money gone, too. And <laughs> they parked in the handicap zone. You think it might have been towed. And this is also a, for the famous scene that inspired, dude, where's my car? Or, dude, where's your car?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Because it's, like, repeated once or twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well,
1: and he was parked city. in a handicapped spot, so it was obviously been... You were like, parked
0: in a handicapped zone, baby. It was towed. And yeah. the dude's like, you fucking know it's been stolen because it's L.A. You know? It's yeah. a shit car anyway.
1: So the dude's just pissed and he's walking away. He's like, fuck.
0: Walking home. My
1: life sucks right now.
0: And your phone's ringing, dude, as Donnie says. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie. Yep. So <laughs> the then... phone's still ringing. Yeah, smash cut to... Cops are in the dude's place.
1: The dude's trying to report his car stolen. Correct. And they're not very He's helpful. He's describing
0: it. And this is a two great cops, too. Uh, yeah. Kind of good cop, bad cop. And
1: we're just in the dude's home, which is like a mess. He's just a there's bachelor. Weeds,
0: there's a big ashtray with a bowling ball pipe. Yeah. And the cop's looking at...
1: And, like, they could there's easily a... arrest him for possession of weed right here, but...
0: I don't know, 90s. It's the 90s, where, yeah. yeah. They in don't LA. really care. Who gives a shit? So,
1: he's Laysing like, look, the is booth there booth. any chance I, you can find my car? And they're like, uh... Sometimes. Not really. Like, you get the impression that yeah. they get a lot of these cars. They
0: often find these cars. So, like, I wouldn't hold, out, wouldn't hold out much luck for the briefcase, though. Or the Credence. <laughs> he's a big <laughs> CCR fan. Hates the yeah. Eagles.
1: So, I'm pretty close to that. Now he's just kind of like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll just let them do their jobs. Oh, yeah. and I'll he sit also back.
0: tries, he's like, oh, my rug was also stolen. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, oh, the rug was in the car? No. Here. here
1: from my home. He's,
0: oh, separate incidents. <laughs> the cops, like, super um, intrigued, and trying he's to like, help him.
1: Yeah, and so what's in the briefcase? And he's like, oh, my. Papers. And that's
0: when Mod calls. This is where we meet Mod. He's like, "I'm the one who took your rug." She talks very astute, mm-hmm. and so the cop's like, "Oh, I guess we can close the case on the rug." And but this is, is my favorite
1: scene: smash cut to the dude meeting Mod, walking
0: into like an art studio loft. in her
1: crazy warehouse loft thingy, and there's like music playing, and the doors and open. There's doors like, open. There's like lights huge on this big
0: canvas on the floor. Yep.
1: And he's just like, what the fuck is this place? It looks like an abandoned supermarket. It's just yeah. weird in there, right? Like,
0: yeah, these looks giant like R- windows. Yeah, it's really cool.
1: And he walks up on this painting of, like, a Vesuvian man, but, like, more like a paint angel. Then all of a sudden he hears squeaking, and here she comes, flying overhead with her paint. And she's like got ropes on her and these two men are hoisting her down and she's just obviously an interesting character.
0: She's nude.
1: She's also nude. <laughs> very like feminist vibes happening here.
0: All of Maude's dialogue is great. You learn she's a lot of big like, words.
1: You can tell she's very like snooty. Oh like, yeah, vagina. Art scene. <laughs> like New York. I'm, I just know about Art and the conceptual plane. So she's like, Let's
0: get down to cases, Lebowski.
1: My my art is considered vaginal. And he's like, She breaks it all
0: down right in this scene.
1: She breaks down the relationship between her and the big Lebowski. Because right now he's like, Who the fuck are you? And why do you have my rug? Nope, that rug was a gift from my mother. That's why I took it back. It wasn't his right to give. So she's breaking it all down.
0: Mm-hmm. and he's like he's still a little confused but he's putting it together he's not as dumb as as people think he's putting just the right amount of things together um. mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and she keeps asking him about sex which is like so left field he's like what, what what about sex like yeah I like sex it's everyone you mean, likes
0: sex coitus
1: She's revealing that bunny Tara Reed's character is a, basically a porn star a hussy yeah like she was supposed to be
0: a late 80s early 90s porn, porn star.
1: star yeah and so
0: this is what she calls her more. my yeah. supposed the plot stepmother. just thickens so movie. then she starts
1: playing the porn and you see... You see um, Uli,
0: one of the nihilists.
1: Yep, and you see, you see Jackie Treehorn's name, and he's like, hey... And the dude's like, hey, I know that guy. So she's explaining why the whole thing about the money is being thrown around, and...
0: I'll use the money. So we learn that the Big Lebowski took out the million dollars from the little urban achievers that were introduced to in Brant's scene when... Yeah. The big Lebowski goes to the big, I mean, the little the dude goes to the big Lebowski for the first time. You get the Brant scene where he's talking about all the awards.
1: Yeah, so he Lebowski. takes out the money from this trust fund that is supposed to fund, like, this charity mm-hmm. that she's a part of. And she's like, well, I didn't approve that. And I really, you know, you could tell that she does not approve of Bunny, obviously, as her <laughs> stepmother. So now she's like, I need you to go get that money back
0: off some a hundred thousand dollars if he can receive it so So the
1: dude just keeps stepping into good opportunities after another to make money and so he is kind of like oh okay i'll hear you out and so she wants him to go see a doctor
0: (laughs) he's thorough and a good man for undisclosed reasons, the dude, she makes it seem that she's worried about the dude's uh, crack oh. on the jaw because one of her henchmen hit him on the jaw. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so next thing you know, he's in a limo that her limo offered, uh, yep. And he's famous, like, oh man, this is the life. I'm drinking a white Russian.
0: 90s comedian. Yeah, he's having a great old time.
1: He's in this limo. Famous he's 90s doing...
0: comedian uh, Don Herrera He's is uh, the... The driver is the driver, and yep. he's
1: just living it up. He's like, I'm getting all this money. I'm in this limo. I'm drinking a White Russian, whatever, bro. Like, yeah, just living my life. So he's Can't on the way to this doctor.
0: Yeah, let's forget about it, man. Fuck it, man. Can't be worried about that shit. Life goes on. Mm-hmm.
1: So he goes home.
0: The limo drops him off. He stole a glass with a White Russian. <laughs> This is where we learned that the dude has a tail in yeah, a blue Volkswagen. Yeah, there's some
1: weird guy in the Volkswagen. Then he gets attacked by Another Mr. Lebowski, <laughs> yeah. the Big Lebowski's limo driver. <laughs> throws um, him yeah. into the limo. Who's in there? But the Big Lebowski and Brandt, and they are we've been frantically off. trying to
0: reach you, dude. <laughs> Where's my goddamn money? Yeah,
1: they want to know where the money is. They want to know where Bunny is. They're very distraught. And for good reason, because they received a little piece of mail. And what was in the mail? Yeah. Some
0: someone's toe painted to look like Bunny's toe. Yeah. And <laughs> the Pig Lebowski is just livid right now, which is hysterical. He's like, "The goddamn plane that's crashed into the mountain! Like, what on God's holy name are you blathering about?" <laughs> and the dude's like, um, just kind of exasperated trying to explain like look i've got certain information all right and he's he, they're he's trying to play both sides you know um he's he wants something they want something and so they both have to meet in middle um and the dude's just trying he's blathering about this is a complex case a lot lot of a lot of, a lot of outs, layers man a lot, a lot of factors and the best the best part in this scene is Philip Seymour Hoffman. He has just a few lines. Uh, but
1: his face he's just, just like looks so like sheepish. He's
0: about to like get hit in the face with like <laughs> like a bunch of mud or something. He's like just wincing the whole time, like trying to understand what what the dude's talking about. Yeah. And the Big Lebowski also has a plan because he supposedly stole that money and has the money somewhere. Mm. Um but you don't learn them about that till later. That's a deep cut. Yeah. Um
1: so it's kind of like this family affair because Maude is the Big Lebowski's daughter who is upset that the money was stolen from her foundation that helps kids
0: urban achievers.
1: The Big Lebowski is basically broke according to her mm-hmm. and
0: he lives on an allowance that Maude gives her. The money was always mother's.
1: Yeah. And so and Jeffrey left it all up. The, the dude is finding this out now. He's like, "Look, apparently
0: you, you guys aren't privy to all the new shit, so you yeah. know." But hey, he's like, "Look, I know more about you
1: now than you know about me."
0: Which he hasn't gotten paid anything
1: yet, right? So he's kind of like, "I have the upper hand." But could
0: I get the twenty grand in cash? Because I just you know. I just have to now check with Now he's playing both count.
1: sides. He's like, "Hmm, I can get money." This from might both of bump
0: them. me up to the next higher tax bracket. <laughs> And that's when he receives the toe from Brant.
1: Yeah, and I Lebowski <laughs> at this point is like, I'm not giving you another dime. You fucked up the mission, and now she's hurt. Look.
0: Yeah. So, so, so he thinks, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I love the tone, because yeah. this part's, like, heavy, right? Because it's a toe, and you're led to believe that it's Bunny's toe, and he mm-hmm. fucked it up. Next scene is Walter laughing. They're having coffee at some diner. Walter's like, that's not her toe. Yeah, the, that's not her toe. And the dude Conspiracy doesn't believe him. Throws. And he's like, I can get you a toe. He's just, right. I, I can get you a toe. To in, 20 by th- minutes. It's a 3 p.m. today. Yeah. I'll get you a toe with, with uh, nail polish on it. Yeah, and so <laughs> the
1: dude is kind of like shell-shocked. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. They're yeah. going to kill he's her, He's perpetually
0: man. shell-shocked until he puts it all together. Yeah.
1: He just doesn't know what's going on. There's a lot of play here that is kind of like, Mm
0: -hmm. we're
1: not privy to as the audience. We're kind of riding along with the dude. (laughs) And Walter has kind of figured it all out. He's like, no, man, this is classic scenario. Trophy wife trying to get more money. Like that toe Mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Nothing indicates that's not her toe. He is not buying it. And he's trying to convince the dude. The first time I saw
0: this movie, I thought it was her toe.
1: Yeah, same.
0: And because the movie is so well edited, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so the dude's like, "I'm not buying it, man. Like, they're gonna kill this woman, and it's all my fault. Like, we <laughs> fucked it up. Answers. You fucked it up." He's pissed at Walter. He's like, "Look,
0: they're I don't have any money, but now I'm getting woman. offered
1: this other like money from
0: mod. Mod. He would see if they get the money back to her, but yeah, I mean, that's why I love detective. Who doesn't love Sherlock Holmes, right?" It's yeah. kind of like that if Sherlock but Holmes he's was not... a deadbeat stoner. Exactly. But He's it works not really
1: a detective. He just kind of stumbles into these situations because of the friends that he's chosen, right? Like, Walter's really driving this whole scheme because he's Just making... having the
0: name. Just his legal yeah. name got him Yeah, into but it. Walter
1: is, like, making these choices that lead him further down the rabbit hole. They're the
0: right choices.
1: Yeah, though. but he's the one who potentially got her killed, and that's what... Jet, that's what the dude thinks he's like man mm-hmm. you got me into this mess like i'm so over yeah. this but now he's this such an gonna asshole
0: die. that he can't really persuade the dude all that well dude yeah. always walks out and he's like i've had enough with your shit
1: he's like i'm done i'm over it
0: mm-hmm. so walks walter's out of left the in the diner yep enjoying my coffee after he gets really loud and this is the dude is like the bathtub the
1: dude's like i need to relax man i'm gonna take a bath i'm gonna light a jay i'm gonna listen to my whale sounds i just need to chill the fuck out and relax because i've had a day
0: uh he gets a call from the cops saying hey we found your car yep now we meet the nihilists the nihilists are in his home hey this is a private residence man
1: and they're breaking shit and they have a ferret on a leash (laughs) and they walk into his bathroom he's still in the tub
0: and he's like like, "Um, nice marmot
1: (laughs) what the fuck is that yeah what's going on so now they throw the ferret in the tub with the dude and it's splashing around
0: (laughs) he's trying to hit it and And
1: he doesn't really understand like
0: they're holding him in the tub there's chaos with the marmot in the in the tub
1: I don't know what they thought was gonna happen. Like it was gonna bite him, it's or like it's just hurt a threat. Him. You know, it's just a weird threat.
0: He's pretty vulnerable,
1: right? He's and very he's like, vulnerable. They cut
0: off your Johnson. Yeah, but they have like what's that? A cricket? A cricket bat. Yeah. A cricket
1: bat, and so they threaten him, and then they leave. I
0: cut off your Johnson. Yeah, yeah your, and the dude's your, your like, your wiggly penis. The dude's like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Yeah.
1: So he goes to find his car. The car's yeah. in like cut an to impound, the impound lot. It's a shitty car, by the way.
0: It looks like what a... Is that? Maybe a Nova? I think it's a Nova.
1: Yeah.
0: Old, 60s Nova. Um, but, you know, it's got a nice patina to it. It's a little beat up right now, because first off, it was crashed into a goddamn...
1: <laughs> yeah. Telephone
0: pole and shot out the back taillight with an Uzi.
1: Yeah. Uh, the pacing of this movie is really good, because you just keep going. You just keep riding along with... The dude the dude, you know, you're following him. he's the main character. He just it just keeps a really good pace. There's nothing mm-hmm. like dragged out. at least
0: the car's there it looks like it still runs. The briefcase is gone. yeah, um like and this is a great scene between the dude and the cop. He's like, you guys oh, you guys have any leads about the about the who did this? what where's my briefcase? And the cop's like, oh yeah, yeah we we, we got leads. Very oh, I'll sarcastic. To ch- check with the boys, no, it starts off not sarcastic at all, and then the cop just like Loses leads himself it. into his, like laughing hysterically. He's like, "Yeah, leads." They yeah. got us working in shifts.
1: On the leads, the dude's not happy style.
0: about that. Cut to the bowling alley. They're all sitting in the bowling alley bar. Great scene. The three of them talking.
1: Yeah, I love this three shot where it's like.
0: Mm-hmm. Steve
1: Buscemi, Jeff Bridges And John Goodman Just having a drink at the Bowling Alley Bar at Home base, mm-hmm. as usual You know, the dude's drinking his white Russian Donnie's looks like, got
0: a slice and Which is an old orange soda from the 90s
1: And uh, Walter's got a beer
0: uh, Miller High Life Smoking a And Marboa Reds
1: Smoking a cigarette, yep
0: Annihilate. This is the Nihilist scene He's like, I'm saying they believe in nothing Fuck me, man. <laughs> the dude's Say just what like, you want.
1: <laughs> I feel like the dude's just like broken down at this point. He's just yeah, like, man, like, I don't know what to do he anymore. He doesn't want to
0: be cheered up, remember? He's like, fuck the tournament.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is, Walter's got a great line here. He's like, he's just, <laughs> that ain't legal. Whatever they're doing with, with the marmot, with the <laughs> parrot. Like, yeah. What are you, a park ranger now? No, I'm just trying to cheer you up. And the dude's not having it, you know? He's like, we're sympathizing because they're his bowling league mates. I don't want your fucking sympathy. I want my fucking Johnson. And uh, (laughs) a great scene by Donnie. I mean, great line by Donnie. What do you need need that for, dude? (laughs) And it's, I don't know. I wish I should have delved into Donnie's character and like what he symbolizes.
1: I think he's just, like, light-hearted comic relief. I
0: mean, it's also, like, he's the virgin. Like, the virgin consciousness. Yeah, he's just kind
1: of, like, not very with it. He's kind of trying to keep up with the dude and Walter, but he's, like...
0: Yeah, he can't...
1: He can't piece it all together, because they talk too fast. They're not
0: including him, yeah. Right. They're they're talking to each other, and Donnie's trying to have a conversation.
1: Donnie's just there. Donnie's just, like, another man for the team.
0: Mm -hmm. It's
1: kind of like they said... Should we let this guy on the team? And they're like, yeah, we need him. So well, they need
0: a third. Yeah, they're there. They're friends. They've probably been around. So
1: it zooms in to a, after Donnie and to a close-up.
0: Go get a lane. It zooms into a close-up see... of
1: the big labouse or not? The, sorry, the zooms dude into the dude. Then Zoom zooms out, out
0: to a cowboy. T-shot. Yeah, yeah,
1: with Tom Sam, Sam Elliot, Elliot, our narrator,
0: best mustache
1: in the biz. Yeah. He's,
0: Sioux City Sarsaparilla likes his root beer. He's a cowboy.
1: I love the fact that he's still getting parts too. Like he was in A Star Is Born as Bradley Cooper's brother, that a manager. Netflix
0: show, um, The Ranch. Yeah, he's he's
1: just a great actor. And...
0: Sometimes, sometimes you eat the bear. He says bar, but it's it says bear in the subtitles. Sometimes you eat the bear. Sometimes the bear eats you. Mm -hmm. And they're juxtaposed But they realize they're very similar Like the cowboy mindset Is Freedom, you know, on the back of a Horse in the middle of nowhere Out in God's country In a pasture And the dude is free in his own head Because That's him, man He's 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 just
1: a a hippie Stoner Dude Lives in L.A. Yeah, and so they have a good little chat, Again, Sam Elliott walks away, and he's, you know, the dude's kind of perplexed. He's like, huh, that was a nice dude. That was a cool guy. Yeah.
0: Someone calls the bowling alley now.
1: To find the dude.
0: And it's Maude. (laughs) Who gets a call at the bowling alley? But Maude would know where he's at. Yeah,
1: and so Maude's like, you haven't been to the doctor And she says, Well, I'd like to see you immediately. He goes over to the loft
0: again, which is lit this time because last time it was dark. It was was at
1: night, and this time it's daytime. This is where we see David Thulis's character. He's just kind of sitting there reading a magazine Mm
0: -hmm. and he's (laughs) laughing the whole time. He's just
1: giggling. He's like, (laughs) He's giddy. He's got a really funny laugh in this movie, and it's just a very small part, but. It's a memorable part, and so the dude's making his white in, and then in comes Maude, and he's like, "Listen, look, I don't have your money, mm-hmm. but you know, I
0: got to tender my resignation to I, I gotta, whatever this yeah. is."
1: He's like, "You know, looks I don't like really you, he so he's, like
0: he's believing like, yeah, your mother was kidding. your stepmom was listened, and Maude's not having it. She was absolutely not.
1: She wasn't getting up, so." It's kind of like Maud and Walter are on the same wavelength. Like, Maud's like, yeah, fuck that girl. She definitely kidnapped herself. She just wants money. And the dude's like, look.
0: Don't be fatuous, Jeffrey.
1: The dude's flipping through her albums and sees one by...
0: Maud tells him that Uli was in that techno band.
1: Yep, he finds it. And those are the three guys that attacked him in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's like, shit, I don't have the money. He can't tell her that because yeah, that's him. the only way he'll get paid.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and then so. there's a phone call and, and it kind uh, of
1: interrupts their conversation. So.
0: Yep. And she's like, oh, just go see the, the just doctor. Just go see
1: the doctor. He, she's kind of like, look, you haven't seen the doctor. You need to go do that. They're she's
0: speaking him. Cantonese on the phone and, and they're, giggling. they're all laughing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just kind
1: of a weird scene. Three way call. So now he's in the doctor's office.
0: Does anybody else listen to music in the doctor's office? I feel like I've done that before.
1: Yeah, I mean, now? You got a lot of wait he time. Would.
0: Sure. Yeah, you got AirPods. He just has good old he's headphones. He's got his
1: Walkman on. And...
0: Yeah, he's got his tape deck, which I had one as a kid. I remember mm-hmm. taking a tape deck to. Where so where
1: he's I... in the doctor. He's like, okay, well, I'm here for the chin punch that I got. And the doctor's <laughs> like, no, can Take you slide your, your shorts down please? And he's like, what? Cut to the dude driving home.
0: Smoking a J. Smoking a J. Drinking, drinking a beer. Drinking and car. driving. He's crossfaded.
1: And now the...
0: He sees his tail his in the tail. rear of mirror. And he's happy as a clam. He's got credence on. He's got he's a just beer. Chilling. He's got his J. And he's high and drunk and he tries to flick his... His, his roach out the out the window but he realizes that window is broken or doesn't go down and just flicks it off the window into his lap and he freaks out <laughs>
1: and crashes like, ah! his
0: car <laughs> yeah he pours beer on his crotch because it's hot <laughs> jumps a curve and curve, crashes and his car A
1: dumpster
0: and the car jumps he du- needs all sorts of fucked
1: up yeah he's like shit his
0: glasses are askew um, it's just a
1: good portrait, another portrait of him as a person, just kind of a mess, like kind of a he's bum. Like, that he's door
0: is like, fucked up. So he tries like, to shit. get out of the car, and he realizes there's uh, paper. Um,
1: and he can't get out, so... This
0: isn't explained... I hope, I hope I find an article that explains why this kid's homework was stuffed yeah. under the seat. he finds
1: homework in his yeah. car. And he's like, what the fuck? And it's got a name on it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a Louisiana purchase.
1: History paper.
0: Period 4 by Larry Digby Sellers. <laughs> oh, no, the, the, the dad's name is, is uh, something, Digby Sellers. And so they have a lead.
1: Yeah, they have a and lead on who stole the car.
0: Cut to... Cut uh, to
1: the dude watching his landlord's, like, interpretive dance theater That piece. he promised
0: he'd go and give notes on. Which is and a good The whole gang's move. there. Donnie's there, yeah. which I love.
1: So the dude's a good friend, right? He keeps his promises. He goes They're all
0: pretty decent. To...
1: Yeah, it's, it's really, like, a buddy film, which I love. It's just kind of, like, they're all in this weird situation together. They don't know what to do. They're things keep happening but at least they have each is other
0: interesting they have each other yep and walter and not walter uh the dude and donnie are watching interpretive dance <laughs>
1: yeah
0: and it's very it's very,
1: very interesting in, very
0: strange Inter Wal- walter in a suit uh who has done his um
1: his digging on this larry kid he's like i got i know where he's at this is where he is. We're gonna go there,
0: <laughs> and let's right next to the in and out Burger. Says Donnie, and this <laughs> and is like, one of the most aggressive "shut the fuck up, Donnie's" that that Walter gives Donnie, and because um, he's trying to make a point and he just doesn't doesn't like Donnie intruding.
1: Mm-hmm. He's like, look, why why are we gonna go after this kid? He's like, look, his father is Arthur this guy, this well, actor.
0: He wasn't, he wasn't a writer though.
1: Oh. And he's like, "Look, he's got money." They go think he's him. rich
0: because he wrote 156 episodes of a show called Branded uh, yeah. back in the day.
1: And he's like, "Look, we're gonna go there after. We're we'll, gonna we'll interrogate brace, the kid. Brace
0: the kid. I love brace. We're
1: gonna pretend to be detectives and we're gonna get some information a from this over.
0: kid. You know, have some beers, get the million dollars back, get, get some, uh, get, get some burgers, a few laughs, and yes, we'll be near the, the In and Out Burger dotty."
1: So they're gonna." They have this plan, right? They found mm-hmm. the kid's homework, <laughs> the they have a lead, they're gonna go interrogate this kid. The show. They're gonna go th- interrogate. But they have to the sit through their friend show. So yeah. then they go to this kid's house mm-hmm. and, and the
0: burbs or the, the kid, burbs of LA. The mom
1: answers the door and she's like, Can not I not a mom.
0: These? I don't think it's a mom. It's a... Uh, it's the, A maid? It's I think Oh it's a, a nurse. A maid. maid or a nurse, yeah. 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 And
1: then they see this Corvette outside of the house and they're like, shit, he spent the money. This mm-hmm. kid already so spent, spent all
0: the money. spent all the money, but they had a million, so Walter's like, oh no, depending on the options, you got 960, 970,000 left. Yeah. Pilar, who's the woman's name.
1: So they find, they open the door.
0: This is my And associate. they make their way in. <laughs> Walter's, and like, Walter's leading the whole really thing. He's like, he's like, all really dressed up.
1: He's like, I'm the detective. I've got Be a this.
0: lawyer. He looks like a lawyer.
1: Yeah. So then you see the father yeah. well, in, the like, a tank. What a, is this? It's
0: an iron lung.
1: An iron lung.
0: hmm Yep.
1: Helps him breathe. Good he's day like, to
0: you, sir. And, but he's, like, damn near comatose, it looks like. Yeah. And Walter yells, have a good day to you, sir. But
1: And he's just... No, no They response. just sit down, and they're like, okay, we need to talk to the kid. Mm-hmm. So they're calling... The kid, and Very he comes so nice. out, and he's just kind of like a normal kid. Like he's like, "What do you want from me?" Walter's hamming it up.
0: Walter's got Exhibit A.
1: <laughs> exhibit A, the homework, homework in a Larry? plastic baggie.
0: Is this your homework? And I love that the kid doesn't say shit the whole scene. Yeah. It's just Walter and the dude going, asking him, asking him about the ho- asking about the money. Is that your car outside, Larry? He's just they just keep asking him questions. And The dude's just Stonewall getting more Jackson.
1: exasperated. He's like, "Where's the
0: fucking money, you little brat?"
1: Yeah, he's just getting and more and more <laughs> exasperated because the dude is over it. He's yeah. like, "I need to be Another done with line this fucking thing." That's
0: repeated "Is uh, you're in a world of pain." Saying a word. And then one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Son, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Like, so just Walter goes, goes out. He's 11.
1: pissed. He's like, "Look, I'm not getting through with this, kid. stonewalling me. I'm gonna." tear apart his corvette where what he thinks is his corvette so he goes to the dude's car and he gets, he gets a, crow a crowbar
0: <laughs> goes over to the corvette here you go larry you see what happens and he just starts smashing
1: larry? the corvette to pieces and the dude's like really man like did you really need to do that smashing it. Sma- larry's just getting a kick out of it he's like what the fuck is this then all of a sudden a neighbor comes out and he's like, what are you doing in my car? There's a
0: lot of do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Like that's repeated probably Lights are 10, turning 15 times. in the times. neighborhood.
1: You it's, see what happens, Larry? It's nighttime. You see what it's happens probably when you like, fuck
0: a stranger in the ass? It's
1: probably like 9 o'clock. People are already like in bed and he's waking the whole neighborhood up. Then this guy comes out he's like, my baby, my car, what are you doing in my car? I just bought that car last week. And so he's like, you're, you did this Walter to my car. Walter kind rolls
0: over. He's like, hey, peace, man. And then
1: and then the guy grabs a crowbar, and he goes over to the dude's car. And the dude's <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, no, not my car, man. And so the guy freaks out, smashes all the windows, the windshield. Donnie hops out, gets to safety. He's I like, kill I'll your kill fucking your fucking car.
0: car. Another great scene. The, Another they don't scene. have a windshield anymore. But what they do have is in an out Burger. The dude's pissed because his car's really fucked, um, and he's on the he's phone with so, Walter at home now, and he's he is so over it. He's like, look, I'm nailing a two by four or yeah, two by four to the floor because his he's sick and tired.
1: He's done. He's so like, people look, people
0: break into his house. It's happened twice already. He's done
1: with people breaking into his house. He's done with Walter. Walter. Is just leading him down this crazy path. He's like, I'm so fucking sick of this. I just wanted to be done. He's like, Look. Walter's
0: trying to say he's sorry. And,
1: and the dude's like, No, I'm not hearing that. He's like,
0: The two by four I'll see you at the is tournament. nailed into the floor.
1: He puts a chair
0: because he thinks the door opens inward. Inward. <laughs> and the, bill, and the this chair is just, would it's just stop like it.
1: fantastic, like character.
0: Mm-hmm. Pin your diapers on, Lebowski, like he's a baby. So then the door opens from the thirties. The door
1: opens and it swings out. So the door and the the chair and the two by four did nothing. And it's two of Jackie Treehorn's henchmen that we saw at the beginning of the movie. Same guys. They take him to this beach scene. This is the best scene in the movie because it's just like so psychedelic, so we come I mean, in on this woman being thrown up into the air on a blanket. She's topless. It's
0: a great party because he. It's a, just a party scene. It's a party on the beach at a rich guy's house. They're probably all crew for Jackie Treehorn's smut, smut business. Yeah. yeah. Topless woman on a uh, man made trampoline is always great. Mm-hmm. This scene costs a lot, I imagine, because first off, it's in slow mo, then speeds up. To, uh, probably most expensive seen the shot just the film alone to do that, and the camera.
1: So then we meet Jackie Treehorn. He's yeah. kind of like the mastermind behind this. And this is thing. a
0: Frank Lloyd Wright house, I believe. It's a gorgeous home.
1: It's a you can tell he's just got a lot of money. It's a beautiful home.
0: It was Lucy Liu's house in oh, Charlie's Angels. Angels Two.
1: Yep, beautiful home. And I, so
0: I think it was Frank Sinatra's house or something like that.
1: So. The dude's like, what am I doing here, man? Jackie's
0: interrogating him, um, kind of. Yeah. They're both just, you know, feeling each other out. Jackie makes him a white Russian. To the dude's knowledge, it is not, um, spiked with some... Yeah. Some, um... It's basically, I think it's GHB. Yeah, it's some kind of drug. Yeah, it's a date rape drug. Yeah. Um...
1: So, they're talking about the business.
0: <laughs> I still jerk off manually. And
1: the dude's just like, what am I doing here? Like, why did you bring me here? Kind of. He's just talking business. He's, like, obviously planning this part.
0: Mm-hmm. He almost, Yeah, he doesn't know why he's here. Because he, the dude knows a lot at this point. He knows that Jackie...
1: And so, he thinks... So, Jackie's like, where's Bunny? Yeah, I have no idea. No one knows where Bunny is. So, if Treehorn didn't take her...
0: She's and has been kidnapped, Ma didn't take her, doesn't believe.
1: He's like, how are you all mixed up in this? Mm-hmm. I'm. He's like, I'm just trying to get something from yeah. the husband. He just
0: wants what's his because the want wife owes my... my money.
1: Yeah, and There's a
0: lot of facets to this. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of interested parties.
1: Yeah, so clearly, like, Bunny has borrowed money from this guy, Jackie Treehorn, Because she's, you know probably mm-hmm. addicted to drugs and she's just a gold digger anyway mm-hmm. and so at this point we basically learned that she wasn't kidnapped by this guy and no one knows where she is
0: mm-hmm. and i think at this point jackie is just biding his time like waiting for uh the ghb to kick, uh, in. kick in yeah because yeah. you know which
1: i don't really do you really understand why he drugs him
0: yeah Because he's a bum and he needs to interrogate him and he needs him not, he needs to be, I mean, he's a bum. So everyone's going to look at him as a bum Uh and if he's fucked up, it's easier for him to, uh, for Jackie to like just pin a story to him and say he was fucked up at his his party. Ah. He had to eject him from the party for being belligerent. Um, gotcha.
1: So yeah. they're trying to pin his story on him. Yeah, because he So no Jackie's money. basically like, look, you're not giving me anything. Like, you don't know where Bunny is. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get rid of you. Yep. Obviously, Jackie's like a bad man. Like, he's the big bad in this. Because he's got the money. He's got the power. He's got henchmen coming after everybody. Yeah. And he's trying to, like, take down Bunny's husband, the big Lebowski, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so...
0: The dude, at this point, still thinks there was, there is a million dollars in the briefcase, and he's that like, Look, "Larry Sellers, the kid." Yeah, has. this
1: kid took my the money. And that's the
0: story he gives Jackie, which is the truth to the dude, but you know it sounds ludicrous once you say it, so Jackie doesn't believe him. Jackie's
1: like, "What is this guy on yeah. about?" Mm-hmm. Gives him another white Russian,
0: mm-hmm. and Ready he's like, "Listen, check for ten percent, which is what." um mods deal was he's, he's like, like Look, five grand
1: that's where the money is go find it yeah. give me my cut yeah. so i can be done with this jackie's Does like a poke mm.
0: shit in the woods it's do you ever poke shit in the woods or something yeah. to that affect them that's, that's the version i thought i knew
1: so then the dude tries to get up and leave and he can't because he's being drugged and then he holds he it together like, pretty well down
0: he holds it together like he's a hippie, so he's been around the block. Yeah. He knows how to keep it together when you're drugged until and, you completely lose consciousness. And
1: then he, the henchmen come the by Jackie. One, yeah, all he's the like, dude
0: oh. was his drug back.
1: So then he does passes the out.
0: Shit in the woods. Then he passes does out, and then the this is the pulp.
1: crazy scene. Where it's all psych- washed
0: over the dude, darker all... than a black steers took us on a moonless <laughs> night.
1: It's the psychedelic scene with all of the crazy visuals, and it's like a
0: this porno. Is the porno. Yeah, yeah this is—it's not a porno. It's a like a porn trailer.
1: Yeah, and it's
0: a great song by Kenny Rogers. I just dropped yeah, in to,
1: to see, see the what
0: condition my condition, what condition
1: was, was in. I don't. I... Can't really do this scene justice in words. You just have to watch it. If you haven't watched this it's movie, it's a dream
0: sequence. So. Yeah. If you
1: haven't watched this movie, by the way, you really need to. It give it a shot. Yeah.
0: It's,
1: I mean, there's a lot of opinions behind it. Obviously, like some people love it, some people hate it. I say just give it a shot because it's Coen Brothers. It's great cinematography, great filmmaking. Yeah. So why not?
0: Trivia time! How many times is the F word used? I know I said it earlier in the podcast, but I was wrong. The dude is actually the one I, I quoted. The dude, the dude says "man" one hundred and forty-seven times in the movie, or one point five times a minute. Did you know that?
1: I did not. Am I supposed to guess?
0: No, no, I was just asking. Um, how many times is the dude, the word "dude" said? This is rough. The word dude.
1: Um, I'm gonna guess 150.
0: 161, pretty darn close. Ooh. What about the F word?
1: They threw that shit around a lot. Um, uh, 200?
0: 292. Damn. Which reportedly tops. Scarface. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a lot of F-bombs.
0: Mm-hmm. He consumes how many white Russians over the course of the movie?
1: It, it wasn't that many. Maybe eight?
0: Nine. What is the what is the brand of the mobile phone that he's carrying around? The
1: mobile phone? The giant brick he's carrying? Mm-hmm. Let's see, it was the early 90s. What was around back then? Hmm. Nokia?
0: Nope. What was it? Motorola, model 4500X. Uh, okay. Um, the Dude Abides is a reference to what biblical... Um, well, I'll just make it easy on you. Which book of the bible is that from the dude abides
1: well the dude abides wasn't in the bible but something abides right um
0: it's it's equivalent to a phrase in the bible yes
1: you gotta give me like old testament or new testament
0: i don't i don't know which one it is
1: um i'm gonna say job
0: nope what ecclesiastes 1 4 one generation passes away, and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. Wow. So he's like the earth, so that's even more Dao.
1: Symbolism. It's,
0: it's solid Daoism. The character the dude was based off this guy, Jeff Dowd. So you can Google that guy, but he's hmm. a curly-haired, long-haired guy. John Goodman's character is based off a right-wing screenwriter, John Mil-, Mil- Milius, a big fan of Guns in the Military. Charlie's Theron was considered for the role of Bunny Lebowski, but she turned that shit down real quick because it's just a bit part. Kind of a
1: degrading role. It's
0: a bit part, yeah. But it is a Coen Brothers movie. Rolling Stone proclaimed The Big Lebowski is the best stoner movie of all time. No, it's Time Magazine. Best, oh yeah, best stoner movie of all time Beating Out Friday? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Cheech and Chong's next movie, Pineapple Express, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, Days and Confused. It's the best critic I mean, it's it has it's the best critic movie, I think. It has so much depth, way more than Cheech and Chong, probably. Mm-hmm. Even even yeah, definitely Pineapple Express and Yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: Well, it's a Cohen brother movie, so mm-hmm. what do you expect?
0: Mhm. Screenplay was written with Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, Steve Buscemi and Sam Elliott in mind. I remember the wow. Cohen brothers saying
1: So they already had the cast in mind. Saying
0: they had to convince Steve Buscemi. You know. Right,
1: right. Oh,
0: yeah, I love that movie. I, I love it. I, I've seen it so many times.
1: It's definitely I your watch favorite. It.
0: I mean, I go through stints where I don't watch it for like a year. But then I need to watch it like once a week or something just because it's so good.
1: Really good trivia, babe. Thanks for sharing. Guys, go watch The Big Lebowski if you haven't seen it. It's on Netflix right now. Shout out to Netflix. Mm -hmm. And let us know what you think. Hate it or love it? I would love to know more about what you guys think of this movie. It's Chad's favorite. I enjoy this movie. It's a great Coen Brothers film. So that about does her. We'll take it, it out from there.
0: Does to quote <laughs> Sam Elliott?
1: So find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Give us a rate, review, and subscribe.
0: Mm-hmm. Any critiques, you know. Thanks uh, for I'm joining us. I'm sure there's going to be some harsh critiques. Sure. As there always is, because the internet is full of...
1: That's what the internet's the for, right? <laughs> gallery, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you guys next time.
0: Take a see you later. Storm clouds are raging all around my door. I think to myself.